Can I tell you guys a story? Something that I actually don't share. And it has to do with my my musical dream growing up. Ever since I was six, seven, eight, nine, and up, I have always dreamt of being a singer, a singer-songwriter, a pop star, someone that just was out in the limelight, but for her music, for something that she created, something that she feels, right? Ever since I was six. I kept all my lyrics that I wrote ever since I was six to myself. Never told anyone I wanted to be a singer. Because being a singer or thinking to being a singer back in the day was a joke. Good luck. Right? And so I just kept it in. It was something that I controlled, something that I loved so deeply that no one else knew. It was a secret of mine. Growing older, I was like, okay, well, I know I'm good at this. I started a band. And if the girls in this band are listening, you know what I'm talking about. We started this little cute little band, okay? And uh, I knew from that point on that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to continuously chase something in music. I always had music in my ears, constantly, all different genres. Not always just one, oh, all different. Mostly country, because that's what my family listened to. But then it was, you know, Christina Aguilera, Alicia Keys. It was a lot of just emotion that was all in my ear constantly. You know, if you, you know me and you know the podcasts, you understand that, you know, I tried to drown out a lot of violent shit growing up. And that's the only way I could do it. I connected to these artists on such a level like I was their best friend. Like I know everything about their lives because they lived the same life I did. It was crazy. And after that point, I just kept listening and listening to lyrics and how things were made and how people portrayed their artistry and their fashion and what they said. And I watched a ton of music videos and interviews and stuff like this. But I still kept it into myself until I hit high school. I took a choir class, just a basic choir class. I was like, you know what? I got to do something in music. I've never took a choir class. Let's do it. So I just took, you know, the basic choir class that everyone gets into. And then the teacher told me, hey, you should try out for jazz choir and chamber choir. And I go, what? Well, I see that you can hold a tune pretty well. And I'm like, how? You can't even hear me. We're all singing at the same time. She goes, oh, I can hear you. And so I tried out. I was so nervous when I tried out. So nervous because nobody knew I could sing or liked to sing for a long period of time. So I tried out, and I tried out with the song Halo by Beyonce, and uh, I got in. Now listen, this isn't any like crazy like contest where, it, you know, it was just school, right? It was just school, but I got in, and I felt a little glimpse of, wow, these are my next steps. I'm doing so amazing. And then I became president of jazz choir, and I said, oh my God. This is my calling. I know it. I can feel it in my bones. And I'm not going to let anyone else tell me different. And at this time, I also was a cheerleader. An all-star cheerleader. And I was a captain of that. I had a lot of leadership roles in my life that I never thought I could ever in a million years attain. I didn't think I was good enough for it. But I, I worked my ass off every day. 
I was in and out and in and out of the gym multiple times, just practicing all of my gymnastics, practicing all of my hits, practicing everything that I needed to do. And then I would show up every day and sing until doubt got introduced to my life. Doubt started trembling in and other people's opinions got to me really hard. So I stopped showing up for jazz choir. And then I quit jazz choir. It was just too early for me. Couldn't do it. That was my excuse. No, um, it was doubt. It was fear. Everyone thought it was stupid and, and silly in my life, in my existence. And I believed them. And I said, shit, all right, well, I'm not going to show up at 6 o'clock in the morning to go to a jazz choir class if it's really not worth it. It's a waste of my time. Okay. So I stopped. But I kept doing chamber choir. We took it to state. That was a feeling that I legitimately never felt in my life. Was going to a competition and seeing every other inspiring singer, songwriter, artist in front of me. Just constantly, constantly just practicing on their craft. And it was so beautiful. And I was like, holy moly. I was like, you know what? (sighs) Maybe I do give this another shot. But just don't tell no one. Maybe I just won't tell a single soul. I never gave that a shot again. Not not jazz choir. I just did chamber choir. And I did it the next year. And I did it my senior year. And when my senior year came around, I didn't have dreams of going to college. I didn't have dreams of working in any type of industry or having a career in anything else other than music and connecting. That's it. That's what was in my head. I said, I want to deeply connect with people and I want to be a musician. So we had a senior concert. And you have to sign up for this concert and you have to pick a song that you want to do and showcase. And I was like, okay, I'm totally doing it. And the boyfriend I had at the time, you know, convinced me, hey, listen, he was, he was into music too. So it was actually, that's a different, that's a different time. But it was an inspiration, right? Because he was doing, you know, music and I was in music. So it kind of inspired me to keep going. But he had told me, you've got to do it. And I said, okay. So I signed up with a song. And the song was Made You Feel My Love. Adele version. But it was the Bob Dylan song. But it was Adele version. That's the song I wanted to do. So I practiced alone at home. Again and again and again. I knew the song by fucking heart. I knew that song. Now I was supposed to practice with the teacher so she could, you know, read the music and she could play the piano. Well, things kept coming up and I never, I never did. I never practiced with her. So, uh, oh, the concert's right around the corner. Okay. I get nervous. Super nervous. Like sick to your stomach nervous that you're like, okay, well, this, this can't be right. I can't do this. I can't do this. So last minute, the concert was going on. Last minute, I pulled out. I said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. 
And no one questioned it. No one said, why? But my head was spinning with so much doubt. Contradicting myself constantly. Wondering, okay, should I or should I? Should I or shouldn't I? No, I can't. That There's so many people here. I'm not doing that. Mm. Fear got the best of me that night. But last minute, my teacher convinced me, listen, you've got to do this for you. You have got to do this for you. Stage fright is one thing, but you've got to do this. I said, but we've never practiced. We never practiced together. You don't even, we don't have sheet music. You don't have it in front of you. She goes, I know the song. I can do my best. I would go, what? Should you not? True story, 100%. It was my turn to go. She starts playing it by heart. She legitimately knows this song. She's so fucking talented that she did not have sheet music in front of her. She winged the whole thing. I winged the whole thing. We never even practiced once together. And that was the best moment of my life. Because I fell into myself that moment. I couldn't see a single soul in the crowd because the lights were so fucking bright. I sat, I sung with my eyes closed, and I just sung out. And for the first time in my existence of life, senior year was the day I found myself. In music. That's who I was. That's who I inspire to be. After that point, um, you know, my relationship ended. It was tragic. I didn't sing for a while. But before that ended, um, I decided, you know what? I'm going to try out for American Idol. After graduation, they had um, um, American Idol actually just passed Portland, which is 45 minutes away from me. They just passed it. So I missed that opportunity to try out. And the next one they were doing was Louisiana in July. And I go, let's do it. I don't have a job. I didn't have money. I didn't come from money. I raised the money. I raised the money. I asked people, I said, listen, I have a dream and I really hope that you can believe in this dream as much as I can. Can you please sponsor or, you know, whatever you can donate, could you donate it to me so I can get there? I got there. I got there. People were, after that moment, I should say, after that senior year moment, people started believing in me. People I didn't even know. They started believing in me. I had people after that walk up to me and genuinely, sorry, I just had a flashback. Do you ever have those moments where you just stop and you have to think about, like, I just, I, whoa, that was a weird little moment. I had a movie in my head there for a second, but anyway, I had people come up to me of all ages telling me that they are ecstatic to see me in the future. They can't wait to see how far I go. It was like fuel for me. I said, what? I'm so confused. Like I am very, I was very humble. I was very shy as a fucking child. But uh, I was like, no, 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 no. I just, I was just singing a song. Nothing, nothing crazy. Like I literally was like, no, no, no. I said, thank you though. Uh, but no. And they're like, no, no, really. Still didn't believe him for a long period of time. But after all of that, sorry, after all of that, people, you know, helped me raise money to get all the way to, I didn't take a plane 
I drove through 13 different states to get to Louisiana to stay with my great aunt Barbara. Rest in peace. She had a house out there. She lives out there. She let me stay there. And I got to meet her because I never met her before. And Louisiana was probably one of the other amazing things that happened in my life. I was only 18. But uh, I tried out for American Idol. And that was the best experience of my life. But also the fucking craziest and the worst. And I'll tell you guys about that some other time. But I tried out. And I got through two rounds. And they cut me. And I gave up. I did. I gave up on my dreams. I just said I'm not singing anymore. Just because of that. And then the relationship ended. He went on his merry way, doing whatever he wanted to do. And I was left in a small town, brokenhearted. And my dreams were shattered. I swore off singing for a very long time. And then something came over me and I started recording covers of songs and putting them on Facebook. I would do that every Friday. It was called Freestyle Friday. And I kept doing it for me. I kept showing up for myself. Every time I felt a deep emotion, I'd sing and I would record it regardless if it sounded good or not. Listen, back in the day, we didn't have good technology, okay? So I'm just going to let you know. It didn't sound the best, but it didn't sound bad. I kept doing it. I kept showing up and people were so ecstatic and excited. And then I got asked to go to a studio. I'm in a little home studio from a teacher that uh, was teaching at high school. And uh, I went there. And I guess the only time I could go there was at like 2 o'clock in the morning. You know? Little me just wanting my dreams to just really take off. I just... I said, you know what? 2 o'clock's not bad. Nothing creepy about that. No, not at all. So I go there and I start... You know, a few days. Things are starting to good. We're getting a song going, a beat going. You know, it's, it's, getting, it's getting good. And then all of a sudden, I show up 2 o'clock in the morning... My producer, my engineer at the time, is drinking whiskey. I'm 18. Drinking whiskey. I said, you can do whatever you want. Starts getting drunk. Okay. Things go south. I bolt out there and I said, I'm done. I'm done with music. This shit is fucking ugly and I cannot do this. I can't do this. Nobody wants to help me. Nobody just genuinely wants to help me. They either want to be my friend because they think I'm going somewhere. Or they want to be a producer that's creepy. That thinks that they can get away with stupid shit. Nasty fucking stupid shit. Which if you know me, doesn't go over well. I, I think I grew up a feminist to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm not that anymore. Not okay. But you know, I think I did. I think I grew up. I hated men. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did, okay? I love them now, okay? Everyone gets a chance now, but back in the day, with the way I grew up, I did not like them. They were abusive. They were nasty. They were stupid. They were everything that I never wanted in my life. Got over that. I healed my traumas, guys. Listen, it's just a past thing. But anyway, that scarred me. That scarred me. So musically, I didn't do anything. I just wrote lyrics, played my guitar to myself, and I said, you know what? Maybe this isn't my dream. 
maybe this isn't something I should, I should be doing. And I said, okay, I'm giving it up again. I gave it up again. A few years pass. I said, okay, I can't. There's just this, this fire in me. It's a tiny little flame, but it's there. And it keeps just crackling at me. And I don't, I don't know why. Why do I keep getting drawn to this? It's not going to work out. Yes, I can sing. I can hold a tune, but no. No one's going to want to listen to my music. What I have to say, what I've been through, no one's going to listen. Nobody would want to. Just a small town girl that grew up very traumatically and very broke. Nobody is going to even give me credit. And then something came over me in a dream. And I said, I'm going to do it again. Regardless what people are already saying. I've given up this how many times? I don't care. I'm going to keep going. And I just kept going. I was in a relationship at the time and that relationship made me feel like I was reaching for attention. I only posted videos of me singing because I was looking for attention. And I go, what are you talking about? No, I do this because I love doing it. Well, the way that you sing is ridiculous. And the way that your face looks when you sing is ridiculous. You should stop posting them. And at that point, it took me about a year and a half to leave that relationship off of that one statement. Yes. So I left. And I said, I have to chase this dream regardless who's in my life. I spent five years with that person and I gave it up because I had a dream and I have something for myself and I'm an individual with power inside of me. And maybe I don't make it in life. But I'm going to fucking try. I'm going to keep fucking going. So I left it. Moved to a different town. And I said, how am I going to start my music up again, but do it better this time? Met up with an old friend at the time. He was in music. I said, you know what? Hey, if you have some free time, I would love to get to, you know, hang out with you, talk to you about what you're doing with your music, how, you know, who you're connecting with, how long it's going to take, how much money it's going to take, who's your engineer, I would love to get the studio, all these things, because I trusted this person, I knew this person, and uh, sat down, talked to him about life, about things, you know, doesn't matter, it's irrelevant, and it couldn't just be a friendship, could it? No. But two musically inclined human beings met up again with passion and fire in their souls to just make something of ourselves with the talent we have inside of us. To then spend three years building an amazing community, an amazing team that use their music to give back to the community. We raised money with our music. We created, we were in the studio, we got together, we inspired each other as a team. We, we did these things as a group that I never imagined. Ima- just imagine this, if I stayed in that five-year relationship now, I wouldn't have got to experience all the connections, all of the time spent in music, understanding, 
in getting influenced, sharing my story, being on the news, giving back to nonprofit organizations, I would have never got the chance to do any of that if I didn't make that decision. Now, that led to a different decision. Now, that decision, two musically inclined humans that are very passionate, very emotional, very in tune with themselves, but not, should have never been together for three years because it came down crumbling. But it opened me up to a new opportunity to be myself as an individual again, to create what I wanted to with the words that I wanted to talk, the words that I wanted to show up as instead of being influenced to not write those lyrics, to say those things, to be that person. I decided, you know what? I'm not doing this. There was words in that relationship that already told me that it was over. It ended scarily, broke my soul into pieces, but also gave me a fire again. There's always blessing in the breaking. And that one took me a bit. But I wrote my very first song, took it to the studio, spent hours in the studio, spent money in that studio. And I finally released a fucking song at 25 years old. 25. First song released. Was it the best? No. No. But it was my first try. Then I decided, you know what, studio, I can't get there. I can't deal with this right now. I can't be in the space that, you know, once was. I need to get out and try things myself. So I picked up a little bit of skill here to try and produce shit myself. So I started going down that rabbit hole. Spending hours in that. Never giving up. But something started to come over me. Something started to come over me. I don't know what was happening. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? All right, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. I promise you can do this. Okay, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Then my body started to feel like it needed comfort again. I started slipping back into those old comfortable habits of not working on my music, making excuses, but also just living life differently. Not influenced with music. Totally 360, hiking, kayaking, family life, creating this existence that I always dreamt of as well. But I dropped something that meant the most to me. My music. So then I picked it up again. And I said, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. I bought all the stuff I needed. Speakers. Uh a fucking keyboard. I got, I can't even speak. I'm so passionate right now. I built a whole studio in a shed. Like I, I did the damn thing. I said, you know what? No, 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 no. We can do this. We can do this. Age is just a number. Your passion never fades. So I started doing it more and more and more. And then I stopped and then I started doing freestyles and then I stopped and then I started doing them again. And then I stopped. I got comfortable in different genres of music. And then I stopped. I actually created a song, got it out on streaming surfaces all by myself. And then I stopped. 
But you know what's crazy? Is the dream never stopped. I did. It never stopped. I did. I let people around me influence when I stop. Because it just doesn't make you money. It's a little hobby that literally is so oversaturated. You really going to try to do that? Bitch, I've been trying ever since I was six. This is a sole purpose. Regardless if I get successful or not. It's something that cannot leave my body. And I let others around me tell me stupid fucking shit. I let people control my mental space when it came to music. I let them make me believe that I was wasting my time, my valuable time. I could be making money at a nine to five for nothing to stop a dream. But the dream never stopped. I did. Moral of this story is regardless what you go through your, in your life, whatever fucking passion you have, you need to chase that shit. Don't let a single human fucking stir you the wrong fucking way. Because you have it inside you. You need to believe that. You need to trust that for yourself. It's going to help your mental space so fucking much. I promise you this. Keep chasing it. Keep chasing it. Yes, you're going to have your lows, your highs, but I'm going to tell you something. You got to keep doing it. Don't give up on it. It will pay off. It will pay off. I promise. What you do in your life, what you are called to do, do that fucking shit. Do that shit. I'm proud of you for pushing through all the lows and all the highs. I am proud of you, but do not ever give up on that dream. Yes, this podcast episode was a story of my life, my musical career, thus far. But it was a bigger message. It really, truly was. The message here is very simple. And I needed to hear it for myself. Because I have been doubting myself like a fucking motherfucker. And I don't understand why I was doing that. Well, I should stop and just, you know, cave into the real life here. Go get another 9 to 5 job. I've applied to 9 different jobs to make who happy? Who? Huh? Okay. I decided to myself... Whatever is getting in the way of my dream, regardless if I'm successful in my life, I do not care what other people are going to fucking think of me. If I become homeless because I'm chasing a fucking dream, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I have to do it. There's no ideal way to live your fucking life. No one person should tell you how to live. Only you. I'm going to chase this dream. Because the dream never stopped. I did. I love you guys with all of my soul. And that is why I started doing podcast episodes. 
I started creating this to be a podcast. Back in the day, I think I started this in 2016, and it was video forms of a podcast before podcasts were a thing. I would sit down in my office in Vancouver and I would record a topic of trauma or a topic of depression and I'd film it and I'd upload it to Facebook. That's where it started. But I started that because I was trying to connect to somebody. And I did. Oh, guys, you are amazing. And I love you guys so fucking much. But I, I, I also know that music was the way I needed to connect as well. That is my, my purpose. It's always been my purpose. And I keep having these fucking life crises that I just legitimately cannot fathom. Because it just it doesn't make sense to why I feel this way all the time. But when I'm working on music or focusing on a lyric, I feel at peace. At fucking peace. Regardless if anyone fucking likes the way I sing or the lyrics I write, I don't give a fuck. I am doing this for me. Me. And I want you to go forth in your day, in your life, doing shit for you. Don't think, oh, I became a mom, so I have to just be a mom. Guess what? You're more than just a mom. You're an amazing one. You're an amazing dad. But you're more than that. You're a human. You're an individual. Be that. Show up as that. I am fucking proud of you. Have a great rest of your week. I'm serious. Because I'm going to do the best I can. Because tomorrow, guess what? My studio session is booked and I get to go and I get to spend eight hours with my old engineer where I feel the most myself to work on a song that I've been working on for months that no one has ever heard and it's a lot different than I expected but hopefully it turns out amazing because it will it will turn out amazing but I'm still showing up even though I doubted this song so fucking much rewrote it 10 millions of times I'm still gonna go I'm still gonna show up as me and I'm still gonna give it my all I love you guys to pieces and I really 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 hope that this hit home for some people because it did for me just saying it thank you guys so much and I will see you guys next week for another episode of finding your mind I love you